Thanks for listening to the Mark Aram Show podcast. Thanks for Xfinity for sponsoring said podcast. A couple of things in life I don't skimp on. Toilet paper, razor blades, seafood. I want the best of the best when it comes to all three. And internet. That's why I use Xfinity Internet. And it's the amazing 10G network. The 10G network from Xfinity. The future starts now. Smarter, more consistent, and a secure network. And it only gets better. Jump on board the Xfinity 10G network online. Just go to Xfinity.com. this Monday. Welcome to the Mark Aram Show. Heard Monday through Friday, 6 to 8 p.m. on 95.5 WSB Atlanta's News and Talk. It is a first of the year, by the way. A 10 on the Mark Aram Show back sweat meter. When I get in my car today, I melted. So I feel for you, especially if you're out there driving around and you do not have air conditioning. I I, I mean, phew. Not having air conditioning and land in your car has got to be the worst. So I uh, hope you stay cool. We're going to keep you uh, entertained and informed for your ride home. Coming up tonight on the show, Johnny Kilbasa is going to join us with a fast food review. Another little food little nugget that I'm going to provide for you is uh, for the first time in my life this weekend, actually last night, I had Hamburger Helper for the first time ever. So a uh, big buildup for that last week. I'd never had it before. Uh, my fiance Maya made it last week and... Uh, I will, uh, I'll tell you what I thought about it coming up in just a little bit. Uh, I like to start every Monday with my favorite game show. It's called Millennial Match Game. Let's play Millennial Match Game. Joining us from her hopefully air-conditioned studio apartment in Midtown Atlanta, the queen of Millennial Match Game, your friend and mine, Randy Okray. How are you, Randy? I'm wide awake now, Mark, so how about yourself? <laughs> Excellent. Is you at your AC pumping? Oh yes, yeah, pumping good and cold. All right, good and cold. Got to keep, got to keep Randy uh, nice and cool as she is uh, playing Millennial Match Game tonight. As always, brought to you by our pals at Rocco's European Garage. Uh, Randy is the uh, co-host of the Power Pod, and she is the co-host of the podcast Black Educated and Broke. I suggest you turn uh, to iTunes and listen to both of those. Uh, Randy, today's. Uh, Millennial Match Game category is TV characters. TV characters, all right? So think about that while we meet our contestants on the phone. Uh, Bill is in Buckhead. Bill, welcome to the Mark Aram Show. How are you? I'm good. How you doing? Excellent. Bill, tell the folks at home a little bit about yourself. Uh, I just turned 50. I, uh, I'm in home renovation. 60, and you do home renovations? No, 50, not 60. Oh, 50, sorry. And what's your uh, what's your least favorite home renovation to do, Bill? Uh, rough plumbing. Rough plumbing. Better to do smooth plumbing than rough plumbing, in my experience. Yeah, the finish, the finish is better. Yeah, uh, Pierce is going to be playing you, Bill. Pierce, welcome to the show. Tell the folks at home a little bit about yourself. Well, I'll be 62 in August, and I'm a great-grandfather, and like hanging out with my wife when I'm not working or at church. Excellent. All right, so you guys are 50 and 62. You're going to know every answer tonight. The question is, will Millennial Randy know? So you don't need to know the answer. You just have to guess whether or not Millennial Randy will know. Again, it's TV characters. This one doesn't count, uh, uh, Bill. We can just start with a, a little example. If I say uh, Arthur Fonzarelli, Arthur Fonzarelli, do you think that uh, Millennial Randy, when old TV show, had Arthur Fonzarelli as the star? Probably. You say yes. Uh, Arthur Fonzarelli, Randy, what TV show is that from? Uh, that is the Fonz, so that is um, Happy Days. You are correct. Very simple game. You don't need to know the answer. You just got to guess whether or not Millennial Randy knows the answer. All right, Bill, we'll start with you. This one counts, buddy. 
Uh, this TV character's name was J.R. Ewing. J.R. Ewing. Will Millennial Randy know a TV show star J.R. Ewing? I believe she will. Randy, J.R. Ewing was in what television show? Um. Okay. Okay. Um. I think he had the, the big old cowboy hat. Um. Yes. Oh, I remember his state. Is it? Is that from my city, Dallas? That's Dallas, right? Yeah. If you didn't get that from your home state, that is correct. Dallas. Good job, Bill. You get the point. Are you from Dallas, Randy? I am born and raised. I thought you're from uh, Houston. Nope, Dallas, Texas. Right. Please get it right. Thank you. You just like to party in Houston. I've seen you party in Houston before. <laughs> no. No. All right. Uh, all right. Here you go. If you missed that one, your mama, your mama might have kicked you out of the house if you missed that one. All right. Here we go, Pierce. Tie it up, buddy. Uh, this all TV right. character's name was Tony Maselli. Tony Maselli. Well, Millennial Randy, you know, a TV show starred a character named Tony Maselli. No, I don't think so. That's a tough one. Uh, I would have gotten this, but barely. Randy, Tony Maselli, what TV show? This is an 80s sitcom. Tony Maselli. Okay, he sounds Italian, I'm going to assume or something. Yes, you can assume correct. He's Italian. Okay, 80s Tony. I don't remember telling from the Wonder Years, but I'm going to go with the Wonder Years because I'm not sure. Who's the boss? Tony Danza. Oh. Start as Tony Maselli. I bet that show does not hold up. I remember I liked it as a kid, but I bet that show does not. Except for the grandma, the ginger Mona. grandma, yeah. Mona. I yeah. bet she holds up. All right, you get the point, oh, yeah. Pierce. The millennial did not know. When in doubt, the millennial doesn't know. All right, Bill, uh, this uh, TV character's name was Laura Ingalls. Laura Ingalls. Well, millennial Randy. Yeah, sure, sure, sure know that. Wow, you are very confident, Bill. Laura Ingalls, Randy, what TV show is that from? Oh, I'm like, I don't even know this. Laura. Laura, Laura Ingalls. Ingalls. That's her real name? Her character? That, that's the character's name. Laura um, Ingalls. Okay, he was confident. I mean, can I like, please get like another clue? I'm lost. Uh, it was a drama. Um, set back. Uh, Low T. Chuck probably watched this show as a kid, I would imagine. Oh my God! That doesn't help. I don't know Laura. Okay, Laura. She's in, um, she's in the '80s. She's one of them Ingalls girls. Laura Ingalls. Only Laura I know is from the Family Matters, but I I think that was All in right. the '90s. We'll guess Family Matters. No, it's not right. <laughs> it is. Uh, this is probably before your time, Randy. Little House on the Prairie. Oh no. Michael Landon, them Ingalls girls. No. All right, yeah. no problem. All right, end of round one of Millennium Match Game, Dev Green. What's the score? 1-1. One, 1-1. One. One, one. We get traffic updates every six minutes. Little house in the Sky Cop. Round two of Millennial Match Game continues on the Mark Aram Show, brought to you, as always, by our buddies at Rocco's European Garage. TV characters, Pierce, you're up. This TV character's right. name is Peg Bundy. Peg Bundy. Will Millennial Randy know what TV show starred Peg Bundy? No. Randy, Peg Bundy, what TV show is that from? See, now, I know this one because I love her with the red head and, you know, the husband who put his hand in his crotch all the time. Um, what's it called? Um, um, married with Children. Correct. The man with his hand in his crotch all the time. That's what uh, the millennials think. All right, so uh, this character, the lady that played Peg Bundy, Katie Seagull, was in a, uh, a rock band with my mom's cousin. What was it called? I can't remember. This is before her. I hope your mom sends mom, a Mom, if you're listening, send me a, a text via the Piccadilly text line. Yeah. Uh, all right. Good job. All right. Here we go, Bill. 
This character's name is Zach Morris. Zach Morris. Will Millennial Randy know a TV show starred Zach Morris? I don't know it, so she wouldn't know it. Yeah, I think you're wrong on this one. Zach Morris, Randy, what TV show is that? Uh, of course we know Zach, Dreamy Zach from, um, you know, the, uh, let's say by the... <laughs> All right, no cussing, whoever cussed. No. We had to dump that. Randy got it right, by the way. Now, you said Zach Morris was Dreamy, Randy? Yes, he was so cute. He's cute now. Yes. Was, so he was cuter than the, uh, what was the other guy's name? Screech? Uh, Not Screech. Slater. Slater. Slater, yeah. Slater. Um, yeah. No. Slater had the dimples. He was always cuter. All right, so Z- Slater was cuter than Zach is what you're saying. Yes. All right, just want to make sure. All right, Millennial Match Game, the uh, cuss-filled version of Millennial Match Game. <laughs> Who's up, Deborah? I'm sorry. It's Pierce's turn. Pierce, you're up. Uh, this famous TV right. character's name was... Frank Poncharello. Frank Poncharello. Will Millennial Randy, youngin', she's a youngin', will she know what TV show starred Frank Poncharello? I don't think so. Yeah, this would be a miracle if you get this one, Randy. Frank Poncharello. His boys called him Ponch. Ponch, okay, is this... This is a Hispanic. What is this? Ponch? Poncharello. Could be a lot of things. Oh, he could be a oh, he could be Italian too. Could be Portuguese. Could be uh dark hair. Yeah. That's all I can think of. Um (laughs) Dark haired Portuguese man. I I I really got nothing. This was before your time. Chips. California Highway Patrol. Poncharello could have been A.C. Slater's dad. They favor each other. Uh, you get the point yep. there. Um, right. Let's see. Oh, this is a good one. Who's up, Bill? It's Bill. Yeah. All right, Bill. Here we go. Uh, this is an. This is one of my favorite shows of all time. Will Randy know a TV show starred Florida Evans? Florida Evans. Oh yeah, she'll know that. Randy, a lot of confidence. Randy, Florida Evans was the star of what TV show? Yes, this is a classic. This is from Good Time. Scariest dad in the world was Mr. Evans. Man, he was, uh, yeah, good job, Randy. That was, That's a 70s show. I'm surprised you knew that one. I didn't think you'd get that one. Everybody knows that one. All right, uh, it is, what's the score and who's up, Deborah Green? It is 2-2 and it is Pierce's turn. Pierce, yeah, you ready, Pierce? Yes, sir. All right. This TV show stars someone named Carol Brady. Carol Brady. Will Millennial Randy know what TV show starred Carol Brady? Oh, my goodness, yes. Oh, my goodness, yes, Randy. Carol Brady, ma'am. Oh, my goodness. It's the Brady Bunch. Oh, yes. She's still alive, right? Florence Henderson? Who was bringing up a very lovely girl? She did die? Did she? Didn't Cindy die too, the youngest? No. I thought no? she was still doing radio in LA. I thought she was doing adult films. Am I thinking of someone else? I think you're thinking of someone else. Oh, all right. What about Sam the Butcher? Sam the Butcher still Sam the Butcher's gone. Sam the Butcher is gone. All right. All right. End of round two of Millennial Match Game. What's the score, Deborah Green? Bill two, Pierce three. All right. Two, we got a nail biter Millennial Match Game uh, TV character edition. We'll be right back. It's the Mark Aram Show on 95.5 WSB Atlanta's News and Talk. Final segment of Millennial Match Game brought to you as always by our buddies at Rocco's European Garage. Deborah Green, what's the score and who is up? Pierce has got three, Bill has two, and it is Bill's turn. All right, Bill, tie it up, my friend. Famous TV character edition of Millennial Match Game. Will Millennial Randy 
Noah TV show starred a character named Willis Jackson. Willis Jackson. Uh, yeah, I think she will. All right, Willis Jackson, Randy. Okay, I just know he'd be like, you know, what you say, Willis? But I can't quite remember, and I know the actor name. Willis was like Ty Bridges. But, yes, um, yes. Um, uh, 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 strokes, strokes, uh, um, a different stroke. That is correct. The the proper phrase though is, "What you talking about, Willis?" That's the phrase. What you talking about, Willis? All right, good job. Bill ties it up. That means Pierce has a chance to win here. Pierce. Uh, all right. Judge Harry T. Stone. Harry T. Stone. Millennial Randy. Know what TV show starred Harry T. Stone? Yeah, I think so. Ooh, I disagree. Harry T. Stone, Randy. What TV show is that right, from? Don't let me down, Randy. Oh, 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 pressure. I, I, I've never heard of this person. I don't know. Judge. Judge Harry T. Stone. Okay, judge. so he's a judge. So it's, it's a judge show. He's like probably over like it's a court show or something. Mm-hmm. So. Uh-huh. Close. I, Keep going. Uh, uh, judge Court. <laughs> judge Court. Uh, stop yelling answers out to Randy, people. Um, I don't know. We should got court right. I'll give it to you. Oh. Night Court. Judge Court, Night Court. That was close. With, uh, what was the, uh, the bailiff's name there, Jason? Bull. Bull. Yeah. All right. Uh, end of Millennium Match Game. What is the final score, Deborah Green? Bill ended up with three and Pierce pulled away with four. Four. Pierce wins it going away. Uh, we don't have prizes yet because of the Rona, but when we do, uh, which might be coming soon. It might be coming soon. Randy, real quick, uh, plug your podcast, darling. Yes, guys, you can go ahead and listen to our podcast, Black Educated and Broke, and the Power Pod on your favorite listening provider. Great job, as always, Randy. Thank you. When we come back, my thoughts on the legendary dish that is Hamburger Helper. This is the Mark Aram Show. Welcome back to the show. 639, 93 degrees on Peachtree Street, a scorcher. So our first Mark Aram Show back sweat meter of the year. Uh, Someone on... On Facebook said, Gold Bond will help take care of the nuggets. I'm not sure what he's a tricky <laughs> nuggets. I don't know what he's referring to. Uh, we got two of our members, the full-time family members off. Longoria, the stoic one, not so stoic this week. He's on vacation. Low T continues to be on paternity leave. So we got Jason Byers on the other side of the takeout window. And uh, Catfish Crystal Wheeler screening the call. So last week, uh, I, I don't even know how it came up. But um, I mentioned that I'd never in my 46 years on this orb have eaten hamburger helper it was just it's shocking it's it, it, it well it i guess a, a millennial match game question was uh, it a millennial match game question yeah we were the doing mascot mascots. handy oh handy yeah. yep <laughs> handy oh not a good mascot it's um, actually lefty lefty oh and, yeah, not, that's a better name for the mascot so i'd never had it so growing up I just, my, it was just not a thing. So apparently my mom never had it growing up, so she never made it. And I just it, it just never happened. And in college, a hamburger helper implies that you can afford hamburger meat to put in it. And I couldn't afford hamburger meat. I was food insecure throughout my college years and my early years in radio. So I didn't ever have hamburger helper. Um, when I did get ground beef, I would make like uh, spaghetti and meat sauce or spaghetti and meatballs. Burgers even. Burgers yeah. even. Yeah. Yep. So I would never think of putting it in a pos- like a, a hamburger helper. But it, it's like it's an American icon. Hamburger helper is an American. I mean, it's it's one of those most handy, as Jason Byer says, is a very recognizable mascot. Uh, so I, I was like, you know what? I, I need to do this. And 
the audience reaction was split. 50 people, 50% of the people were like, you're going to love it. 50% of the people were like, you, you're never going to want it again. It's a memory from your childhood that was probably good. Yes. As that, adults, it might have changed. changed. Yeah, yes. taste changed. So I was like, all right, I'm on board. And people kept throwing off, like, like try the beef stroganoff. Try the lasagna one. Try the... I was like, ah, I think I just want the original, right? Yeah, That's... just start with the cheeseburger macaroni. So I go to I go to Publix. We're shopping as a pleasure on Sunday afternoon, and I go. I, first of all, I've never seen this in the supermarket. I'm like, what aisle is the hamburger helper in? Is it with all the other pastas, like the it chef boyardees yes. and all that? Yeah, it's, it's in the, the spe- in the pasta section. Yeah. So you got the regular pastas, you know, like the linguini and the fettuccines and the rigatonis, and it's to the left of that with other stuff, but to the right of like. Uh, stovetop stuffing. So there's a little thing. It's it's in between the stuffing and the pasta, and it's mixed in with mac and cheese dishes, whatever. And uh, those there there's this like really. I got a fancy Publix, and there was like a really rich lady in the pasta aisle, and I was kind of like, she was standing in front of the hamburger helper, and you know social distancing. But I'm trying to see, like I, I'm looking for it, and I finally find it, and this lady is right in front of it, and I, I got to give her time. And then finally, I'm like, I, I couldn't even see. I only saw one. They only had the original. That's how popular it was. It was. It's flying off the shelves. People during the pandemic are turning to Hamburger Helper. So I grabbed the the regular cheeseburger edition of Hamburger Helper. And apparently, Jason, you need milk with this. I did not know that. Yeah. So Usually you, like a half a cup or something. Something like some that. Some water. Yeah. So I went and got some milk and the ground beef. Now, here's where I made my mistake. Apparently, you are going to want to get the lowest grade ground beef possible, the fattiest the, yeah, yeah, the like the 80-20 or something like yeah. that. Yeah. I went with the Greenwise Publix organic. Right there. <laughs> well, I thought it was like, well, if I'm doing it, I said I want to do it right. So I got the organic with <laughs> Exactly. Exactly. I don't think that's ever been done in the history. So I spent a lot on the ground beef because I was like, if I'm doing it, I'm doing it right. Steroid free, antibiotic free organic like you realize though that's like putting ketchup on a really nice steak well i know i know that now okay. <laughs> i know that now let's before i get back to the hamburger helper let's check traffic updates every six minutes doug turnbull thanks mike um so i get the the green wise ground beef which I, in hindsight was wrong i check out of Publix. i go home i'm really giddy about this i bring it home maya prep maya she's She's great. She's like, I'll make it for you. Fine. And Maya never had it before. No, she's had it. Okay. Yeah, right. she okay. had it as a kid. Quite okay. a, so she's very familiar with the hamburger helper. So she makes it. And apparently the the main selling point of this stuff is how quickly you can cook it. Like, apparently you do it in one pan. I didn't watch Maya cook it. Like, I didn't want to see how it was done. But it was pretty quick. She cooked it pretty quick. And we had a side of fish sticks on the side. While I was there, I was like, let me get some fish sticks, too, just to really go back. Uh, so she made it for me, and um, it was it was not what I expected. Now a lot of folks on on my Facebook page suggested prior adding stuff to it: diced tomatoes, sautéed onions. You can, yeah. All this other stuff, like they were French onion soup mix. Uh, I feel like once you do that, you might as well just get a completely different type of mix. And that was my know, theory. Exactly. So so Maya made it. Um, without any of the add-ins, the add-ons, the fixings, it was she went strictly by the book, by the box, actually, on how to make the uh, the hamburger helper. When we come back, my reaction to the American classic hamburger helper. By the way, via the Piccadilly text line, my mom says uh, her cousin was in a band with Katie Segal, named a group with no name or a band with no name. What's the group name? Group with no name. And it's kind of a disco-y thing. So Jason Byers on the other side of Takeout Window, this is, I guess, their number one hit. A group with no name. 
on The Mark Aram Show. All right, so uh, actually it's about 24 hours ago. Right now, I'm about to, uh, I tuck my napkin into my shirt. I'm about to eat uh, Hamburger Helper for the first time. Uh, aesthetically, it doesn't, it didn't look the way I thought it would look. Never looks like it does in the box, right? Well, I just thought the colors would be brighter. It was kind of like <laughs> a, just a beige dish. It, it looked okay. Uh-huh. I mean, I, I actually had no idea what the actual macaroni was in there. It was kind of like a little elbow macaroni kind yeah. of. Yeah, yeah I had no idea. Macaroni. So, um, and the beef and all that and the cheese. And uh, I tasted it, and it was fine. First couple bites, I was like, okay, this is this is kind of what I expected. I, I thought, though, it was uh, under-seasoned. Like, it didn't have enough flavor. So my went and got me, my favorite uh, add-on seasoning is garlic salt. So I put some yeah. garlic salt in there to really jack up with my cholesterol and everything. Uh, and that made it a lot better. Uh, my initial reaction, if you go... To my Instagram story at Mark Aram, uh, my my Instagram, my reaction. This this is verbatim uh, on the Instagram story. The verdict is what Maya called it. Apparently, she was taking notes. My first reaction was interesting. That was my first reaction. The first thing I said, and then halfway or when I was done, I said it's fine. Like that was my second reaction. And then a few minutes later, I was like, I don't want it again. So those are my three reactions. <laughs> Interesting, it's fine, I don't want it again. Interesting, because uh, you've never had it before, you wasn't sure what to expect. Correct. It's fine, because obviously Maya cooked it fine. It, yeah. wasn't, it wasn't anything that Maya did. No improper right. cooking. Right. And uh, I, I don't, I, as I don't get it again. Now, <laughs> having said that, at, at six years old, I would have loved that. I would have absolutely devoured that hamburger helper at six years old. It's great when you're a kid. Yeah, or even in college. I think that would have been... That's when I lost it. Did you you lose it in college? Yeah, because I thought, oh, okay, mom used to make this for me. I'll get it in college, and we would get a bunch of friends together, and we'd combine food, right? And I'm like, yeah, and then we're just like, yeah, this isn't good. Yeah, if I were to have it again, I would spruce it up. People on Facebook were right. It It needed more flavor to it an onion added would have been great those diced tomatoes would have been a fine suggestion um i may or may not try some of those other flavors because people are really all over the beef stroganoff, stroganoff one yeah, yeah they were and the lasagna one was uh and a, there's a chili bag there's a bunch uh it'll be a couple months before i venture down that hamburger helper aisle again at the uh at the Publix. um but i'm glad i did it i could see why people liked it as as kids and i could see it listen it filled me up that and four fish it's, sticks, it's and still I was kind of pasta and cheese. Yeah, so, basically, yeah. my thought is I could make it better on my own. Like, give me a pound Absolutely, of ground beef right? and some noodles. Yeah, yeah, I would even like Velveeta cheese and sauce and throw a pound of ground beef in there. That absolutely. That, yeah, I think that would have been better. Um, but it was fine. It was inexpensive and it was quick. That's that's what my said was the uh, the big selling point to uh, housewives in the seventies and eighties was. Yeah, you make it super quick. You feed your kids. What in a pan? It's hot. It's kind of nutritious i don't know there's protein in there protein in the meat (laughs) yeah i don't know so that was my uh my first uh attempt at hamburger helper i I, if i did it again i would take i i just wanted the pure experience i will not get the fancy green wise ground beef i will get the the low grade ground beef to throw in there ground chuck because i think that'll help and i'll add some of the fixings and stuff in so there you go i'm glad i did it though i'm very glad i did it uh chris in covington chris real quick buddy what do you have I was going to tell you how to cook hamburger helper. Oh, can you hang on then through the news? I want I want to get some more uh, some more guidance on that. Chris is going to come back and tell 
Maya how to cook hamburger helper. I would screw it up. I was screwed up in the kitchen for sure. Uh, when we come back, uh, I want to talk about the passing of uh, uh, Representative John Lewis that happened over the weekend. Obviously, that was a big story. My reaction to his loss. And uh, we do have some fun stuff and Johnny Kilboss with a uh, fast food review. If you want to jump on board the show, it's easy. 404-872-0750. 1-800-WSB-TALK. Again, on Twitter and Instagram, at Mark Aram. This is The Mark Aram Show. Millions. Welcome back to the show and a good Monday Eve to you. Mark Aram here, you there. This is the Mark Aram Show, heard Monday through Friday, 6 to 8 p.m. on 95.5 WSB, Atlanta's News and Talk. It is currently 7.07 p.m. Longoria on vacation. So Jason Byers is on the other side of the takeout window. Deborah Green, still the executive producer of the show. Catfish Krista Wheeler filling in for Low T Chuck, who is still on paternity leave. Is he off all, is it two weeks? What does he get for paternity leave? I I think think it's it's only two weeks for paternity leave. Yeah, only. Yeah. That's good. I, I remember I, my dad. I know, but, you know, women tend to have like three months or something. Yeah, sure, so, sure. You know. my, I don't think my dad had like, he had like a day. If. And he was back. Yeah, yeah if that. If he was that, back at yeah. work after that. Um, and my, with, with me and my brother, by the way, mazel tov to my brother, Jason Byers, got married yesterday in Seattle. Congratulations. Was that a, what was that, an explosion? Jews nugget? What was that? No, I was trying for the Jews nugget. Oh, okay. Uh, yeah, he got married, and obviously because of uh, the Rona, um, we couldn't go to the ceremony, so he, he streamed it live over, live over Facebook. It was very, very cool. Very happy for him. He's, uh, yeah, he's way better dude than I am. Not what does your brother do? Uh, he's an actor and oh. a teacher. Oh, wow. Yeah, and so Seattle's like Have the I perfect. seen him in anything? Uh, he was in the Kevin James movie about MMA. Okay. I, yeah. I Henry know what you're Winkler. About. He was yeah, in that. Yeah, yeah, okay. yeah. And he he's produced a movie. I mean, he's he's cool. All right. he's just so much nicer than I am. Like so <laughs> much nicer than I am. So I'm very happy for him. Uh, congratulations to my brother. It was actually a pretty cool thing. Uh, you know, there's a bunch of people watching it. They were streaming it live on Facebook, and they did it out uh, over this lake in Washington. That's and, nice. And she's from Turkey. Oh wow. So there were like people. It was so funny. Like they invited you know people to watch this on facebook and you could click on who's who's going and who's not whatever it's like an event and it's so obvious to tell who are my brother's friends and who are his wife's friends yeah Yeah. it was like if i couldn't pronounce the name it was it was on her side of the family did they have any traditional turkish things in the uh, ceremony um well she stabbed him no i'm just kidding (laughs) Uh, i don't know no i don't think so okay um what kind of i don't know what turkish I, I don't is. know either, but I'm just thinking, you know, when I got married, I tried to put in some traditional Mexican things. My yeah. husband wanted to do some British things. Sure. So I wasn't sure if, if they try to do like one or two things for, I don't really know much about the Turkish So culture. you combined uh, Guinness and tequila. And yes. you made That was the, the yes. wedding drink right yep. there. Oh, wow. That'd be rough. <laughs> uh, so I just want to say congratulations to my brother. I want to talk about uh, John Lewis's passing in just a second, but Chris is going to tell me how to make uh, the best hamburger helper in the world. Thanks, Chris. What's going on, buddy? All right, not much, man. I appreciate the show. I love what y'all do. Thank you, buddy. <clears throat> Here's the first thing I do. The meat's got to be thawed out. You throw it in the pan, and you flatten it out, and you take garlic powder, not garlic salt. Okay. A little bit of garlic salt, I mean, garlic powder to the meat, maybe a little Italian season, brown the meat like it says. If you use deer meat, there is no drain because you cook all the fat off, and then there ain't no nothing to drain. But if you use beef, you know, you drain it out. And then the box says, add all the ingredients at once. Well, you add the hot water and the sauce mix and stir that up with the ground meat and get all that sauce mix dissolved first. 
Then you add the milk and the noodles, heat the boiling, put the lid on, set the timer. You if you're it. using if you're using a glass top stove, when it says reduce heat, you got to take it off the stove because the gl- the glass top won't drop the heat fast enough and everything will burn up. You got that? You writing this down, Deborah? Deborah's got the. Yeah, I got it. This is. I'll just pull it from the podcast. The headline for me is, thank you, Chris, is garlic powder instead of garlic salt. I do like garlic salt. I love garlic yeah. salt. I live on that stuff. Uh, Marco is in Lilburn. We need more lemon, please. What's going on, Marco? Not much. How you doing? Excellent. You, you've had Hamburger Helper before, right? Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. All the time. I still have it. All right, because, good, uh, good. That's that, that one in the, I think it's like a double chili cheese or something Ooh. like that, and the beef stroganoff. Everyone loves that stroganoff. Uh, are my favorite. Yeah, yeah because I That's what I do Saturday. is I add heavy uh, <laughs> heavy whipping cream on there and uh, some turmeric, uh, some Himalayan salt, a uh, little uh, crushed red pepper. Oh, man. Do you know what the most Makes expensive spice in the world is, Marco? <laughs> turmeric? No. No, saffron. it's uh, actually uh, saffron. Saffron, yeah. yeah. It's like yeah, that, that wildly expensive yeah. for some reason. I don't know. Yeah, anyway. per ounce. Yeah, yeah, per ounce. Exactly right. <laughs> yeah, per gram yeah, or gram or yeah. gram. <laughs> <laughs> so what's going We're on, you buddy? Page. Everything good? Yeah, I'm coming back from Nashville. Going back home. All right. Everyone wearing their masks up in yeah. Nash Vegas? No, unfortunately, no. You go to a lot of places. I stopped in Chattanooga, and nobody was wearing a mask. Yeah. I was like, man. Come on, I Chattanooga. Come on. They're too close to Atlanta. <laughs> I don't want them uh, spreading yeah. that rumor down here. Yeah, it was, it was a truck stop, so, you know, they're, I think, stubborn, some of these drivers. The and Flying J? No, it was, uh, I forget the name of it. Uh, no, it was. Yeah, it was even one of those. It was just like a little country store kind of when, truck stop. When my and I were driving yeah. back from uh, Florida, couple weeks ago and we stopped at a truck stop and um she went in to get something and i was walking bosco and you know how they have showers right marco yeah but now in the age of of covid like they had to social you couldn't like stand in line waiting in the showers like they had to like sit in the burger king restaurant and like chuck your showers ready shower number nine for chuck yeah i still wait i still stand outside or wait in my truck really yeah. uh yeah uh okay i haven't seen that yet but right. yeah well, they are a little more cautious you know which is good yeah absolutely marco always a pleasure buddy uh so john lewis passed uh, passed away at the age of 80 uh i have uh, since i've been to atlanta there was one year i lived in smyrna and one year i lived in brookhaven but every election year uh i've been in the fifth district which is john lewis's district so every year that i've bo- voted since i moved to atlanta john lewis has been on on the ballot and I um, I never met the man, and it, that kills me that I've never met him, never had him on the air, uh, because I should have. That's that's just, I mean, I made no effort there. I just assumed he would be around forever, right? Like, because he's such a legend. And regardless of what you think about his politics, he accomplished more at the age of 23 than I think most of us ever will, at least as far as benefit to humanity, right? I mean, the guy at age 23, he was part of the, the civil rights movement, a, a major figure in the civil rights movement the the famous i have a dream speech in washington he got equal billing on the uh on the flyer as martin luther king jr at 23 years old and what he did on the edmund pettus bridge in selma and i mean he did more at 23 by 23 than i'll do my entire life to help humanity and uh, he could have he could have done nothing else and would have been a legend for what he did in the civil rights movement the freedom riders uh, everything else, but he kept on, kept on going in public service. And again, agree or disagree with his politics. That that's, that's not a time to talk about that now. 
Um, he was he was an icon here in Atlanta. He was a legend in the civil rights movement, and the city and the state is a little uh, it's it's a little worse today because we don't have John Lewis. This is the first John Lewis has been on the uh, earth every day until he passed for in my life, and this is the first uh, Monday that I'm in a world without a John Lewis, and it stinks, and it really stinks. I didn't know he's from Alabama, Deborah Green. I did because we did an interview with him a long time ago at a different station, yeah. and I had to do a quick bio. Yeah, yeah. so he's getting, uh, and it's what really stinks is the the whole COVID situation. What you know, a man like that, you want him to typically he would lie in state at the state capital at the nation's capital. That probably won't happen. That right now they're planning on three funerals: one in his hometown of Alabama, one here in Atlanta, and one up in uh, in D.C. But I don't know. I mean, if if we were in a not in a pandemic situation, that just the the outpouring. I mean, that dude was just beloved by everybody, and um, it's sad. It, it really is sad. Eighty. I mean, that's a good life. That's a good full life. But I just I just expected he would be around here forever. I never I never interviewed him. Uh, I never interviewed some of those big civil rights leaders. I've never interviewed Andrew Young. I've met him before. Uh, first time I met Andrew Young was in the bathroom. <laughs> that seems appropriate yeah, for you, though. Like, was, that's the better story, I think. Yeah, he, I was I was walking. It was at a hotel. It was some function. I think it was the Martin Luther King Gala at a hotel downtown. And I was walking in the bathroom, and he's walking out. And uh, I'd say, oh, geez, Andrew Young. I, I held the door for him, like, after you, Ambassador. He's like, oh, thank you very much, young man. That, that, so that was the first time I met him. Probably after that again, but uh, never did meet John Lewis. I want to know if you have ever met John Lewis because I've heard it was so weird. I don't know on Facebook, a lot of uh, a lot of my friends have met and taken pictures with John Lewis. Like I was the one person at the station that never took a picture with John Lewis. I feel like he was so out and about, you know, and yeah. approachable whenever he was that, you know, if you did run into him, he would chat with you and he would take a photo with Absolutely. you. So that's why it's weird that you never get a chance to meet him. I, I never, I mean, I was at events with him, but I never, and again, I am I hate being that guy where you go up to someone, hey, can I take your picture? I mean, if they're at the station, it's a different thing. Like I'll take pictures like with Governor Kemp and Mayor Bottoms and, and you know, all these guys. Uh, Sonny Purdue was here. I've yeah, got pictures. Because they came to your work. You're not yeah, fanboying. Exactly. You know? I'm not at uh, the Piccadilly saying, "Excuse me, uh, Representative Lewis, can I, can you put down the liver and onions for a second and take a quick picture of me?" So, if you have any uh, John Lewis stories, I would love to uh, to have them. Uh, and I made sure um, this morning on Channel Two when I was doing traffic hits. Um, John, I always, I said, John Lewis Freedom Parkway. Yeah, I heard that. Yeah. Yep. Did you hear yep, that? Yep. Yeah. I'm, I'll make sure. And I'm going to do that. Like I, I, I have limited time in traffic hits. So I was just, sh- you know, say Freedom Parkway. Cause that's what's always been. And then they renamed it John Lewis Freedom Parkway. So from now on, if you ever hear me say just Freedom Parkway, call me out and I owe you, I owe you a cold beverage. Cause I am going to say John Lewis Freedom Parkway forever uh 404-872-0750 1-800-WSB-TALK your thoughts on the passing of an atlanta legend a civil rights icon and my congressman since i've been in atlanta john lewis 404-872-0750 1-800-WSB-TALK on twitter and instagram at mark aram i just suffered a headphone injury what did you right, do literally right before we went on the air like this little thing yeah, yeah, yeah. A little widget. It pinched my skin. Look at that. Oh, yeah. I've oh, heard that before. Yeah, that hurts. Workers' comp. Workers' comp. Uh, 404-872-0750. 1-800-WSB-TALK. Good trouble. John Lewis passed away at the age of 80. We will miss him here in the city of Atlanta. Your John Lewis stories now. Gerald's in Jonesboro. Gerald, welcome to the program. 
Hey, thank you, Mark, for taking my call. And uh, I'd just like to say, you know, condolences to go out to the John Lewis family. Amen. But, uh, yes, sir. But uh, when you when you mentioned your brother got married mm-hmm. to a Turkish girl, it reminded me, and I'll make it real fast. Okay. Back in the early 90s, I was stationed over in Greece, one in the Air Force. One of our guys went temporary duty to Turkey. And he went, let's say, on a date with a lady of the night. Oh, no. Okay. <laughs> the police showed up at her apartment. Oh, no. Sounds like a setup. Yeah, yeah. Took him to the police station, told him if he didn't marry her, he would go to jail. Now, instead of him calling the base and getting the base to come get him, he married her. Tell me they're still married so, to this day. Exactly. No way. Number one, number one, the base shipped him out like that very next week. Yeah, he no was doubt. Back in Greece. What? Uh, <laughs> what? What? Uh, what a plum gig, though, for you to be uh, stationed in Greece. Like that's pretty huge, right? I'm sorry. Like what? A, what a cool thing for you to be stationed in Greece, right? There's, I'm sure, there's a lot worse assignments than that. Oh yes, actually, I had pretty good assignments. That's but, a that's uh, a plum one. I, I mean, there, Biloxi, Mississippi. Where are you going to go? <laughs> <laughs> you know, uh, Gene's in Duluth. Duluth. Duluth is on fire. Gene, welcome to the Mark Aram Show. Hey, yes, sir. Uh, I met John Lewis at the Whole Foods in Midtown. Oh. He, he was really down earth. He was a nice guy, just like you said. And he shook my hand and spoke to me. And right after I left, somebody else came up and spoke to him. He spoke to that person also. That's so. That's all I wanted to say. It, yeah. That's remarkable that he. I mean, so he's eighty. So he's been doing this. I mean, he's been a public figure for fifty-seven years, right? Well, I don't know. I can't. My math stinks. Okay. Forty-seven yeah. 40, years. Yeah. So he's been meeting jeans in in grocery stores for forty seven years and at age eighty he still is is cordial and nice and spends the time. That says a lot about somebody, right? Gene says yes. That's says that says a lot about someone. Uh Lynn is in Gainesville. Lynn, real quick, buddy, what do you have? Oh, I was just gonna say my um husband's parents were both born in um Troy and obviously, you know, his mom and dad are day day and mama. Yeah. Um and they said that you know back in the day they were sharecroppers too, and that they were and they were poor. Um, and I was just thinking, I wonder if they ever, if their paths ever crossed, you oh, know. Wow, yeah. But it's it's amazing um, just to think about if that ever. It sort of gives you chills thinking, like you know, maybe they were like side by side working together, you know. An amazing um, American success story. That's right. Uh, share son of a sharecropper to a beloved figure in the civil rights movement and a long-term representative of the 5th District. John Lewis's, Lewis's 5th. Uh, we'll come back. More of your John Lewis stories, plus Johnny Kilbasa with a fast food review. 404-872-0750. This is The Mark Arab Show. Seven thirty-seven twenty-three in front of 8 o'clock. Mark Aram and the Bananas at your beck and call till 8 in the p.m., Monday through Friday on WSB. Don't forget, Deborah Green, folks at home can listen to the show via the WSB radio app. 
What else? What other ways can they listen Smart to the speakers. show? Smart so if speakers. If you have the, yes. uh, the Amazon Echo or something like that. Yeah, something like well. that. Uh, Johnny Cabas is going to join us in just a minute with a fast food review. We're discussing the uh, passing of civil rights legend, Atlanta icon, John Lewis. Sadly, I never got to meet the man. Uh, if you did, I'd love to hear a John Lewis story at 404-872-0750, 1-800-WSB-TALK. Joseph's in Jonesboro. Joseph, welcome to the Mark Aram Show. What's up, Mark? I appreciate all the fat beats you playing when you come on. <laughs> my, my pleasure, sir. Yeah, I'm from New Jersey, so I know where you're coming from. Morristown, where are you from? Newark? I'm from Plainfield, New Jersey. Oh, Plainfield. All right. Good. Well, welcome aboard. Welcome south, brother. Yeah, been here 25 years. Oh, me too. But, <laughs> yeah, but I want to say this, that um, I'm an employee of the city of Atlanta, and I was downtown working. And I just happened to run across John Lewis. And I'm the type of guy, when I see somebody like uh, somebody who's well-known, I'll forget their name. I was like, hey, is that that guy? You oh, know, and no. I forgot his name. <laughs> yeah. and, and I walked up to him, and he was like, you know, just real cool, real humble. He was like, hello, young man. How are you? I said, I'm fine, Mr. Lewis. And he was like, that's good. He was like, keep up the good work. I said, thank you, Mr. Lewis. But one thing I really remember about him, when I shook his hand, he had really soft hands. <laughs> really i you know what yeah. i i respect that because i also have very soft hands and it's not from lack of uh hard labor not that i'm you know working in a coal mine or anything but my my father it's genetics he also has oh, very okay. soft hands so i've uh, people have said that to me many times They're like man you got really soft hands don't you work i'm like yeah i work it's just you know genetics genetics jason byers bills in buckhead bill welcome to the mark aram show what's going on buddy how are you, my man? Good to hear from you. Uh, yeah, me too. Uh, John Lewis, I mean, w what a blessing. Politics aside, uh, not only to our local area, but nationally. And beyond that, I want to follow up on your uh, your brother's marriage. Yes. I have been a drummer most of my life. I don't know if we ever discussed that. I do know you had a musical background. Yeah, I, did. I wasn't sure it was the drums, though. Drummers? play these things called cymbals if you're familiar with that and the the cradle of all that is turkey really that was yes. the birthplace of the cymbal going back to like the 1600s to metallurgy they say and and shields but uh i was in a position to with some friends to buy a cymbal company from a turkish guy who was american educated and we, of course, had to go over to Istanbul. And it was, I, I encourage everybody to do that. Istanbul, it was magical. So, so basically, what you say, by the way, Bill, I didn't know you were rolling like that. You could just buy a symbol company. That's pretty impressive. Um, well, I, there's circumstances surrounding <laughs> that. Not myself, I, with certain partners. <laughs> should I just, uh, I guess I know what I'm getting for their wedding gift now. I'm getting them some Turkish symbols. There you go. Yeah, from from Bill and Buckhead's company. Appreciate it, Bill. Good to hear from you. 404-872-0750-1800 WSB Talk. And now, on the Mark Aram Show, it's time for the Fast Food Review. Joining us live on the Greasy Salty Hotline from parts unknown, height unknown, weight, oof, we do not want to know, Johnny Kilbasa and the ever-so-popular Fast Food Review. How you doing, Jonathan? I'm doing great, Mark Aram. Strap on your chaps. Saddle up your favorite horse. Tell Cookie to rustle up some firewood Cookie. because we're heading out west again, Mark, because <laughs> okay. Hardee's has a 
spicy Western bacon cheeseburger. And you know, if somebody says Western in the fast food world, it can only mean two things, right? Barbecue sauce and onions. Barbecue sauce and onions, Mark. You got that (laughs) right, I guess if we were casting a Western right now from the Mark Aram Show crew, you would be cookie, Jason Byers. I'll take that role. Yeah, I think you'd be cookie. Uh, Deborah Green would Sitting be over the campfire, uh, stirring up that Clementine. pot with a spoon, <laughs> kinking it off, and licking the spoon a little bit. Going, man, almost, boys. Yeah, almost. exactly. I could totally see Jason Byers as cookie. So I, I want to know more about this. This sounds intriguing, Johnny K. So you got your onion rings, you got your tangy barbecue sauce. They're going to give you a sesame seed bun, which you don't find on the trail that often. But they're <laughs> giving you pepper jack cheese. And some jalapenos, and they call them jalapeno coins, which I think is uh, exotic. Nice, yeah. (laughs) Jalapeno coins, crispy onion rings, tangy barbecue sauce, 1,060 calories for a single burger, Mark. That's up there. That's up the mountain of calories in fast food burgers. So, uh, I mean, obviously I'm a big fan of Hardee's. Actually, Hardee's, I went to it a couple weeks ago. I got my hair cut at uh, Vintage Barbershops up in Sandy Springs, and in that parking lot is a Hardee's. I was like, oh, I'm here 10 minutes early. Let me go have a Hardee's. You know, I'm a big fan of Hardee's. I'm assuming they, they did this right, Johnny K. They don't just put things out without making sure they're good. No, they don't mess around because they're giving you the, the, the pepper jack cheese is, is different than the normal pepper jack cheese. The onion rings are better than normal onion rings. The barbecue sauce, eh, whatever. But that the jalapeno coins are going to buy your way to Flavortown, yeah. Mark. And by the way... You haven't picked up a rake or a shovel or done anything that would have put Fake calipers news. in your hands. I picked up a years. shovel on, well, it's been a week now. Last Saturday, I picked up a shovel at my house. And a Did you broom. hand it to Maya? <laughs> and a broom. No, she handed it to me. She was like, ah. yeah, so, uh, so yeah, so I'll, shame on you, Johnny K. All right, so a couple weeks ago, Johnny <laughs> K brought the breaking news. He was the first to alert us that Taco Bell, because of the coronavirus, is 86ing some some menu items. Deborah Green, we have the, the list now of yeah. soon-to-be or no longer currently available items at Taco Bell. What have we lost, Deborah? Twelve items altogether. Ugh. Johnny can tell you whether or not it's a big loss. But the right, first Let's go one, one by one, Johnny. <laughs> tell right. me if it's a big loss or not. Are you ready? First one you got Both here is the grilled steak soft taco. <sighs> I've had that before. Eh. That's not bad. Okay. I, I prefer yeah. that to the grilled soft chicken taco. Well, it's gone. It's gone. All right. It's gone. Adios. All right. Seven-layer burrito. That was pretty good. That but was on the value layers. menu too. That, that that's a that's a very inexpensive burrito too. Well, that's gone too. That's gone too. Yeah. All right, what else? Quesarito. I think that's how you eh, say it. Right? You can get about the same thing somewhere else. Right. Yeah, I'm, I'm with you on that, Johnny. I was that never, a big loss? Well, I mean, I, we've had it. I've had it, but right. it was but never. But you're not craving it when you go to Taco Bell. No, right. no. Next up, Nacho Supreme. Oh, nah. really, Johnny? I've never been a big fan of uh, Taco Bell's nachos because by the time I get it to wherever I'm going and open it up, it's all just one big pile of mush. Okay. A big pile of mush, says Johnny Kilbasa. Blessed. Okay. (laughs) Beefy Fritos burrito. I will agree. Hold on. Before we get to the Beefy Fritos burrito, I agree, Johnny. If you're eating the nachos, you can't drive to your destination. You either got to go into the Taco Bell or park your car and eat them right there. So that is a a very good observation, Johnny K. You can't take those home and feed the kids with them because they will be mushy by then. All right, what's the next item that's gone? Beefy Fritos burritos. Beefy Fritos. Oh, uh, well, I'll let you comment first, Johnny. I, I do love the Fritos. 
on the burritos. Yeah. But if you got to if you, if this is going to get me somewhere else down the road, I'll give this one to you. Can't you just go buy some burritos and throw it on a regular burrito? I guess. That Definitely. was that's another value meal thing though. That was that was inexpensive. Not that anything in Taco Bell is like super expensive, yeah. but I remember getting like four of those for like, you know, four no four dollars plus tax. All right. Spicy tostada. That I have never had. Johnny, what do you think? I don't think I've ever had that one either. Whoa. Yeah. So, go Is ahead. it the spicy <laughs> that scares you? I think that might be available in limited uh, areas, okay. Deborah Green. Triple layer nachos, again with the nachos. Go yeah. ahead, take it back. Take it, take <laughs> it back. <laughs> spicy potato soft taco, whatever Th- that is. That I love. Yeah. I Yeah, especially when I stopped eating meat full time. Mm. I would go to Taco Bell and get three of them. And they were really, really good. Spicy potato. What is, I mean, what is It's like potato and, and sour cream and cheese. I mean, it's not healthy. It's like home fries almost. Yeah, or basically. Fried oh. potatoes. Yeah. yeah, Deb's not a fan of that. Try to think of like how I would make that. All, All right. right. <laughs> Cheesy Fiesta potatoes. Yeah, it's just, it's just mixed up, cut up potatoes. I don't need it. It was an alternate to the French fries. Okay. They don't have the French fries, All so right. that was their potato offering. Loaded grillers. This is the cheesy potato or the beefy nacho. I make it. I take it back. That's the one I used to get. Oh, okay. The loaded. That loaded is the one I'm. I really. That's gone. You're gonna gone. miss it. It's gone. And what was it? The potato one and what else? The cheesy potato and the beefy nacho. Uh, I don't know how many more else there are, but those two. They were are- small. They were cheap. You can still get just about all those ingredients and something else there. <laughs> that, Not a good low, that griller, though, that potato griller was my go-to for quite some time. All right. Regular chips and dip. Meh. Right, yeah. You can get that anywhere. That's all right. And then mini skillet bowl. Never had it. Well, those, those are the, that's it. Those Never are the 12 needed items. it. Yeah. <laughs> All right, so it's not too bad. You guys don't seem too upset. That potato, that loaded potato griller is the one that hurts me to my core. Um, what hurts me more, Johnny, is the Mexi Melt is still not available. Like, that has been uh, a clutch thing for many, many years, and uh, it's gone now. And never. I will continue my letter writing campaign for you, boss man. All right. Johnny K, we appreciate you as always, and. It's the cholesterol time, baby. So my. Follow me on Twitter and Instagram, and listen to the Salsa Chud podcast on any pod app or johnnykilbasa.com. All things Kilbasa on johnnykilbasa.com. Appreciate you, bruh. Anytime, bro. All right. Sad news. Rest in peace to the uh, Taco Bell items. A dozen. The dirty dozen. Gone. We'll come back, finish up with your John Lewis stories. 404-872-0750. 1-800-WSB-TALK. On Twitter and Instagram, at Mark Aram. This is The Mark Aram Show. Atlanta's News and Talk. 753 is down. Down to 87 degrees on Peachtree Street. It was 80 degrees this morning when I came to work at 4 in the morning. That's unacceptable. Jim's in Johns Creek. Jim, welcome to the Mark Aram Show. How are you, sir? Good, Mark. How are you? Excellent. What's on your mind? I just want to share my experience with meeting John Lewis. I was a punk 16-year-old walking into the uh, Big Apple in Dunwoody with my friend Tom and We were just going to pick up his check from work. And John Lewis was out campaigning in front and walked up to us and introduced himself. And he said, how you boys doing today? And we said, oh, good. And he said, I'm John Lewis. I went, wait, you're John Lewis. He's like, that's what I said. <laughs> but uh, absolutely cordial as could be. But I was I was taken aback. I was kind of starstruck. When I was a kid, my parents were watching all the nonsense down in Selma, and they, they got so upset they uh, wrote their senator and actually got a letter back from that senator. And it turns out the senator was Bobby Kennedy up in New York. So. Oh, wow. Do they still have the letter? I actually have it today now. My dad gave it to me a couple of years ago. That is, but, uh, that is a valuable document right there. Keep good care of that. 
Oh yeah. Oh, Especially yeah, with the subject matter too. If it if it's if it's from Robert Kennedy addressing the civil rights movement, that's yep. yeah, that's a keepsake. Don't don't let go of that, buddy. Never, never. No, it's one of my prized possessions. Excellent. Jim, great story, buddy. I appreciate it. Big Al's in Cartersville. Big Al, welcome to the Mark Aram show. Yes. Hey, I just I'm sorry this is coming during the time when we're talking about John Lewis. But uh, do you know if Johnny Kielbasa is from Bonnaroo, Ohio? He is from, uh, I'll, I'll tell you the county he's from. You ready? Yeah. Lorain County. Lorain County, close enough to Cleveland. Yeah, 20 minutes or so. so. Was he part of the Big Chuck show in Ohio? I bet he was. The Big what show? The Big Chuck and Little John show in, uh, in Cleveland. It's a oh, TV show. The, oh, I don't know. I'll have to ask him about that. I don't know if he's a TV star. He's very private. He doesn't like his picture taken. He likes his anonymity. So I don't know if he was on the TV show. Uh, well, he, he may be the original Johnny Cabasa from that show. You know what? And, or that was his dad, and he handed down the baton. Oh, possibly. Oh, that's cool. Yeah. That's cool. That's very cool. What was the name of that show again? I'll ask him about that. Well, probably Big Chuck and Little John. Big Chuck and Little John. All right. Yeah. There you go. All right. Big and, uh, Al. Thanks, I'll buddy. i carry on with your tributes to... Uh, to the congressman. That's okay. Uh, we're at the end of the show, so we're going to uh, let that slide. Uh, it's a big loss, though. Oh, by the way, um, they, uh, they've they announced the uh, replacement. They It was a weird thing. Like 131 people applied to be... Uh, yeah, within 24 hours. Yeah, yeah, and they narrowed down to five. And uh, Nakima Williams, the state uh, senator, has been appointed. And there's, there's a lot of questions on the Democratic side if, you know, if... A lot of the folks in the Democratic Party machine want the person that gets elected to take the office and then step down so there can be a special election and let the voters decide who replaces John Lewis, which kind of makes sense to me. Like, you know, yeah, when he's been there for so long. Yeah, I think you should be elected to a position like that. So we'll see. But congratulations to Nakima Williams. And they had to do it real quick because of state laws. They needed the name on the governor's desk or the secretary of state's desk by today. So that's why it happened so fast. This show went by so fast. Barely enough time to squeeze in star of the show there. Cookie. Does he have a new nickname? And Is now, he are you guys like ready cookie? for yeah. Mark Aram? You, you don't have a current nickname, Jason, do you? I don't. Yeah. All right. Jason Byers is now Cookie. Cookie gets star of the show. There you go. You didn't have to do anything but look like a on a Wild West cook. And I can cook. So. Yeah. Can you make Can you make Deborah a plate of beans? Absolutely. All right. We'll get a plate of beans. Frijoles. Frijoles. Uh, what do we got tomorrow, Deborah? We got little Sanjay would with you Would rather? You Rather. Yep. Um, and yeah, we'll have some other fun stuff. Whatever the day brings, we'll bring it to you in a light and entertaining fashion is what we do on the Mark Aram Show. Thanks again to Crystal Catfish Wheeler, filling in for Low T. Chuck. Hope little uh, Jackson, Jackson, Abernathy, Haynes Bridge. Highway 20, Thomas is doing well. Uh, we'll continue the conversation on Twitter and Instagram at Mark Aram, Facebook Mark Aram WSB. In the meantime, go to sleep, little baby. Guests of the Mark Aram Show stay at the All Suite Omni Hotel, located in the heart of Chicago's Magnificent Mile. Thanks for listening to the Mark Aram Show podcast. Thanks for Xfinity for sponsoring said podcast. A couple of things in life I don't skimp on. Toilet paper, razor blades, seafood. I want the best of the best when it comes to all three. And internet. That's why I use Xfinity Internet. And it's the amazing 10G network. The 10G network from Xfinity. The future starts now. Smarter, more consistent, and a secure network. And it only gets better. 
Jump on board the Xfinity 10G network online. Just go to Xfinity.com.